This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. <laughs> What fucking episode are we on? I think we might be on 45. Shit, I think we on 40. God, you right. Do, 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 do. We out here flying through these bitches. We on the orange nigga episode. Woo, 45, only 45. We acknowledge this weekend culture. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to This Weekend Culture. I'm your host, your esteemed host. Uh, shit, after this weekend, your favorite host, favorite host, Ant Wood. And I got my dog with me, your other favorite host, favorite host. What up, though? What up? What's popping? It's your man, Jay Johnson, um, the man behind the curtain pulling strings (laughs) and uh and this week we review the shy season two episode seven man and before we get into all that thank you to everybody that came out this past sunday man everybody who came down to charles h wright museum and rocked with us we really appreciate y'all man uh urban podcast month is it's almost officially over. Yeah, a couple um, more days. Couple, couple more days. More days. Our Urban Podcast Month has been a success. We had a really um, good and a successful event. Had a good turnout. Had good audience engagement. Um, everybody got on stage, did their thing. Um, we had like the the walk fashion show was outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And with delay, so everybody just kept coming over. Like, what's going on mm-hmm. in here? What are you guys doing? What what's what's up with the headphones? Like, yo, and a uh, big, big, big shout out to City Hop again, man. That whole silent headphone movement, like it's been popping, you know, everywhere for a minute. But to pop that off for the podcast listening, so check it out, uh, sir. I'm about to uh, where's where's the horn? I'm about to toot the horn. So listen, hey, they introduced me to uh to the gentleman um a few months ago, mm-hmm. um and. One of the guys, well, Humble Fly, one of the yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. Dean, who was there, um, he does PR, and he introduced a lot of the Connected Experience guests, um, different stuff with us, and he introduced me to him a couple months ago, and I was like, man, how do I how do I use this relationship? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, really um, make it something, yeah. I'm like, bet, um, the next time we do a, a live event, I'm going to do a silent listening. Mm. And la- the reason I did that is because like last year, we had the event here up on the fifth floor yeah yep and it was dope we had some games and shit like that but like while people was talking on stage like there was other crowds in yeah, there i'm like yeah. well, I want, how do i get everybody to focus everybody yeah. involved and focused and then when you start thinking like dog you know that joe button came last mm-hmm. week or whatever they got different podcasts that come through and they do their live shows but like you be in the theater and they be on stage you be listening to the these speakers yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit like that's not how you that's not how you listen to podcasts. Yeah. You listen to 99% of people listen to podcasts on their headphones. Facts. So I wanted to bring that together and uh we made that shit happen, dog, and it was really a dope experience, man. It was a beautiful event, man. Um shout out to everybody who came and rocked with us. Shout out to uh the new listeners that we gained, man. Y'all OG listeners, we love and appreciate y'all, but we got some real good feedback after the show yeah. uh Sunday, man. So everybody who 
recently followed uh, the Instagram, everybody who recently followed the Facebook page, welcome. Appreciate y'all. Um, Get ready for these foolishness. Yeah, we about to turn the fuck up. I got a new Blackberry letter for these hoes. Oh, man, we, we um, hit them with the Blackberry letters. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you were not at the event Sunday or if you weren't, you know, privy to make it, um, say you out of town or something like that, or even over in London, shout out to our homies that be listening over in London, hitting us up. Uh, if you weren't able to listen Sunday, we read off about four blackberry letters that we had in the stash especially uh and specifically for sunday it was so fucking fun man like i got a question for us too man oh yes we going in one of those black because this one is wild (laughs) okay we going in so we got two for y'all today um oh and shout out to shy and uh the other young lady shout out to my nigga illuminati everybody who came out of the audience to sit (laughs) with us and uh and rock with the blackberry letters man it was a good day uh appreciate y'all again now let's catch up on the bullshit. Uh do 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 do. We gonna start off real quick with some positive news, just cause we spoke about it on the show when it first got announced. My nigga Alex Trebek is out here on these hoes. Yeah, yeah. My nigga's out here on these hoes. Um, his tumors. Uh, if you don't remember, Alex Trebek was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. As of today, his tumors have shrank by more than half. Uh, and not only have they shrunk by more than half, he is near remission with his cancer, man. So shout out to the God, Alex Trebek, uh, keeping us all out here with hella knowledge. Jeopardy episodes coming soon. I don't want Jeopardy to end. Jeopardy can't end, nigga. Because I I clearly- This ain't Price is Right, I definitely don't want another nigga up there Mm -mm. asking questions. This ain't Price is Right. You can't just have like 30 hosts. Did you know that they made um, an algorithm and they made Joe Rogan talk to Joe Rogan? No. So they made a computer and <laughs> okay. they made Joe Rogan because he, I mean, he mm-hmm. got twelve hundred podcasts, whatever. Mm-hmm. They they put the shit in there and they were like boom boom, I can make Joe Rogan say whatever I want. And to. he just had a conversation with Joe Rogan. Yeah, that so was Joe Rogan wild. talking and shit. So I'm like, well, they gonna do that <laughs> shit with Alice Trebek because like you said enough yeah. words for us to have every every word. So yeah, if you know. Alex Twenty Trebek. years from now, yeah, we gonna have to do the the digital. Yeah, version they can Alex. hit me with the hologram, Alex Trebek. Like yeah. I really don't need a new host of Jeopardy ever. So shout out to him. God bless that brother, man. Keep rocking. Um, all of our Brooklyn listeners or anybody with the ability to get to Brooklyn on June thirtieth, Spike Lee will be hosting a Do the Right Thing block party. We need to be at that. We need to really try to get up to Brooklyn for the Do the Right Thing block, block party, June thirtieth. In the next month, we need to try to get up there, man. Uh, it's the 30th anniversary of the film on June 30th, so he's holding the 30th anniversary block party mm. after a screening of Black Klansman. Mm. So they'll be showing Black Klansman first, which I didn't realize was a remake. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I, until I saw it on TV the other day, and I was like, "Why this shit on TV so soon?" It was on the yeah, guy, yeah. and like, oh, 1970s such and such. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this. The, who knew? Speaking of uh, Spike Lee's Black Klansman, just a quick cultural update for y'all. I know we didn't review that movie on here, but we did speak about it a couple times during the Oscar season. Um, Black Klansman, if you're in Detroit, will be showing this Sunday for free at the Detroit Symphony Opera. Really? All you have to do is go to the uh, DSO website and RSVP. It is free. It's fully free. Get as many tickets as you need. Um, it will be screening on Sunday, and they did say there will be a special guest 
who was a part of the film that'll be speaking. I don't know if that's going to be Spike. I don't know if that's going to be uh, Denzel's son or if it might be the damn dude who played the who was the actual fed from the movie. But either way, this Sunday for free, Black Klansman playing at 630 at the Detroit Symphony Opera. I could be trash, but I haven't seen it yet. It's on uh, HBO now, so if you got HBO, uh, you can catch it. I think it premiered on HBO like three or four weeks ago, so it is available for you niggas. Um, And speaking of dope shit, finally, we mentioned it on here when it got announced and they dropped a trailer way back, but this Friday we will finally be able to see Ava DuVernay's When They See Us, uh, the film that she's doing on Netflix about the Central Park Five. Um, they dropped a really dope trailer a few months ago, and then they dropped the official super trailer of the joint a couple days ago. So if you have not seen that, it's amazing looking. I'm very excited to get the show, uh, or I'm sorry, the series, because I believe it's a mini series and not a movie, but it will be available this Friday, May 31st. So check that on your Netflix for all you niggas still in passwords. Make sure you got the most up to date one. Um, what else going on out here in the culture? Regina Hall will be the host of the 2019 BET Awards in July. June. What type of BET Awards? The the big one. Yeah, not the hip hop joints or whatever. Like the big, the whole one in LA. So for music? You know BET combined everything. Okay. Music, movies, TV, all that. The only thing they do separately now is uh, hip hop, which is interesting, which is stupid, honestly. The biggest, well, most of the music is gonna be hip hop though. So a lot of the awards y'all giving out, y'all probably about to double give, but whatever. Uh, Regina Hall, you know, we ain't seen a lot of her since Girls Trip, which was kind of like her first like big starring role, Who? and then she was Regina Hall. Oh. She was just in Little, yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, love her. Ace girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? Paid him full niggas. What up though? And uh, but anyway, she gonna be hosting BT Awards this she year. Fine, she fine as hell. Um, she, you wouldn't be able to tell she as old as she is. Uh, her Jada Pinkett. Jada uh, Pinkett looking kind of old. She well, getting a little hard in the friend. face. She looking kind of old. So it's a couple areas. But she's still fine. Though. Women that you will never be able to hide your age. Um, I'll point those out to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can't hide your elbows. Uh, your elbows are always gonna look their age. That back of that arm. Your hands, the top. Of your hands will always look your. The top of your hands and the top of your foot. You know that. <laughs> them veins, they look, they age. Other than that, y'all be good. But them hands, them elbows, and the top of your foot, I know. Man, the neck too. Now that you think about it, that side of that neck can I mean, get a little. Got, they got Botox and shit like that, but nah, you're not. You're not. It don't. It don't get them neck wrinkles though. Like not cleanly anyway. Uh, but anyway, yeah, man. Regina Hall, BT, check her out. I don't really know what channel BT is no more. Um, Are there those channels exist? <laughs> a nigga, it took me the other day. They was doing Lloyd Unsung. And it took me about an hour and a half to find TV One, nigga. I did not know what the. Not mind you, I could have just said it into the radio, but you know what I'm saying. I didn't want to press the stunt button and shit, so uh, you know, nigga had to fucking really search through the guide for TV One. But I did realize though, uh, if you got Comcast, I used to wonder this when I was little, like why everybody who got Comcast, like why the channel's different. You know what I'm saying? Like not no more. Not no more. I ain't realized that they weren't no more. And then one of my homegirls hit me like, yo, such and such is on channel 250, whatever. And I cut it on. It was Especially the right channel. Not, oh, at the very least, not the digital channels. Anything above 100. Well, yeah. 
But yeah. now all the, even the local channels is the same. So like your I local, enjoy that shit. Yeah, you know, I, I, I really appreciate that. When people tell me what channel some shit on, I like to be able to go to it. Uh oh, speaking of Netflix, so we was just talking um uh Ava DuVernay. So she got a cold name though. Yeah, her she cold. She pretty she looked like Layla Hathaway yeah, to me does. in the face. And she be giving me vibes uh every time I look at her on uh on screen and shit, but I ain't gonna holler at her though. I'm gonna let her do her thing. <laughs> um so Netflix, uh their chief content officer announced that they're going to continue filming in the state of Georgia because they do a lot of work in Georgia. But he said if that heartbeat bill actually gets approved. Fuck you. got What this got to do with you? Oh, um, he said this is quote. We have many women working on productions in Georgia whose rights, along with millions of others, will be severely restricted by this law. It's why we will continue to work with the ACLU and others to fight it in court. Given the legislation has not been implemented, we'll continue to film there. However, we're also going to support partners and artists who choose not to. Should it ever go into full effect, we'd rethink our entire investment in the state of Georgia. So move out the country then. Not not with this particular joint. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. whatever. We got it. It's a hot topic. But like, fam, y'all motherfuckers be so fucking American. And when y'all motherfuckers roll out a fucking law yeah. and not be like, nope, we're not doing this one. No, what the fuck? No. If that's what it is, that's what the fuck it is. And why your movie theater got anything? I mean. Well, see, I get it from Netflix standpoint because Georgia became the new landscape for Hollywood. They go to everything is filmed in Georgia. That little Georgia peach be at the end of all the motherfuckers. It's cheap as fuck to film in Georgia, and it has been. Could have been Michigan, but you know. Yeah, we we fucked that up. Um, And actually, I still don't see how that didn't happen. Like, fam, it was so much fucking land here in Michigan to use. Like, well, they cut that fifty fifty off. Yeah, I know, but just uh, we blew that. But it's just like, uh, but Georgia took full advantage. They film everything there, literally, like. I'll be watching movies and they'll tell you right up front, San Francisco, 1988. And I'm like, fam, that's Peachtree. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I'm looking at it. I know that house. I know that building. Like, you can't fool me, nigga. But uh, yeah, Netflix said they might get Georgia the fuck up out of here if that law does go into effect down the road. So, so. Like, so now you, you, I get it. I yeah. get it. I get it. I guess. But like, they gotta play politics, bro. So now where the fuck you gonna go? You gonna go to L.A.? Because if we want to go to L.A., let's talk about the history they got. LAPD of killing black Oh, no, people. they don't give a fuck about that. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Like, Babies, so, nigga. Like, dog, no, stay out of that yeah, shit. No, Fam, make no. your fucking movies and shut the fuck up. Like, you don't got nothing to do with that, dog. You yeah. don't have anything to do with that. No, cops can kill a nigga. That's, we not worried about that. But if you can't kill your baby. Get your, go to Canada, shit. Fuck out of here then. I mean, that's what John Singleton did when they filmed Four Brothers. Rest in peace to my nigga. But I still hate that they didn't film that in Detroit. And then played it like it was in Detroit, and people who ain't from Detroit think that's in Detroit. But whatever, I ain't gonna get it. I mean, like, you don't like this. All right, so what are the law I don't like in this state? I don't like that I have to wear my seatbelt. I don't either. That bothers my spirit, nigga. I don't like that every car has that annoying ass ding that I can't turn off. I hate the ding. Like, what the fuck is the ding about? Like, fam, I don't care that I'm risking my life, bro. I wear my seatbelt all the time. I don't. But. I don't think that if I felt I didn't want to, that I should pay the state of Michigan hey. money. Oh, well, that's a ticket I'm never going to get. You'll ne- if you pull me over because you thought you saw me without my seatbelt on, that bitch is on by the time you walk up. I mean, if you want to kick it real, like, it's only two type of courts, right? Yeah. You got a criminal court and you got a civil court. Mm-hmm. So in civil court, you need to show me a defendant and a plaintiff. And if I'm the defendant, 
tell me how I you how did I incur a cost of sixty five dollars? Yeah. How did I make you incur damages? Because nothing I did. And who is who is representing? Yeah. Like this would be some bullshit, though. Yeah, man. Having the ability to tell me that I have to wear my seatbelt. And in like, civil court, like it got to be property damage yeah. or loss of income. No. What's the loss of income for me not wearing my seatbelt? What property did I damage? Now, if I get into a fucking accident yeah. and I jump out the window and you got to use some sauce or some shit to clean my body up, that's what the, that's the lame yeah. ass excuse that they keep using, right? Um, because it costs more to to, yeah. to clean up dead bodies or some shit. I don't know. Nigga, Chris Rock had a joke a long time ago. I can't remember the whole joke, but basically he was talking about the same shit. And he was just like, what if I want to kill myself <laughs> and not you to roll me a ticket? <laughs> like, bitch, I was trying to die. What the fuck? Um, and I ain't trying to die, so knock on wood on that. But still, though, I don't like that law. So until they get rid of that law, I am no longer uh, getting money in Michigan, nigga. Click it or ticket. Click these. Yeah, that shit's stupid, dog. Um, but I still wear my safety belt. Yeah, no, nah, I don't. So my girl and my mom yells at me. Whoever in the car. Um. Oh, real quick, Wallace. While I'm looking at the screenshot, Jay, we might be on our way, bro. We might be on our way, nigga. Hmm. My hashtagging. And being annoying on all these niggas' pages <laughs> is finally starting to turn into something. Okay. Shout out to Showtime and the Shy editor, Scott Ashby, who commented on one of our posts that I've hashtagged a million yeah. times and I've been all over their staff's pages. Uh, he commented and said, hold on, I'm going to read the exact shit so y'all know my last words before I turn famous and stop fucking with you. Uh <laughs> He said, thanks so much for supporting the shy. And he's an editor on the show. Real life. I actually went and looked dog up. Like, oh, man. Man, I'm about to, I thought you were about to say, man, that was a good episode. No, no, no. So, I, you know, I responded. I said, yo, no problem. Really appreciate what y'all doing. Like, when y'all, I said, when you and other staff have time, check out our show. Because here's the thing. All y'all niggas ain't on the shy. You an editor. That mean you got to wait till they done filming. Because I can get you, I can fix your show, fam. Yeah. Because like, Jason Mitchell fucked it up. Hey, hey. If you go listen to last week's episode, episode 44 of This Week in Culture, if you go check that out, I'm trying to get my professional bag right now. Uh, we did give a few ideas on what might be able to realistically happen if you want to keep moving the show forward without making it awkward now that Jason Mitchell and uh, Tiffany Boone, who plays Jerrica, won't be on the show. Uh, but again, shout out to Scott Ashby, uh, editor from The Shy um, and editor on Showtime. He fucked with us. He gave us a comment. We working, nigga. That's all, man. If you uh, if you listen to me and Jake. You must see it a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, thanks. Yeah, no, I. So my last like three weeks, I've been on a rampage on niggas' pages that aren't like, yeah, I hashtag the shit under the post, but yeah. then I click it and see who's all involved, and like, I go to the Lena Waits and the Jacob Lattimore's and all but that. But the other niggas, it's the other niggas that's gonna get us in. Other bro. niggas who got the six hundred followers, yeah, fam, you, fam, you saw this notification. Yo, Scott Ashby, you my man right now. But you got about a smooth 800 followers, so I know you're listening. Yeah, you got 891 followers. Hold up. Did he work on? Oh, I thought he worked on Ma. That's about to come out with uh yeah. with Shorty but because he had a picture of her. But it's We definitely got to review that. Oh, I'm going to see that tomorrow. I already got my tickets. 10 o'clock, I will be at Ma. I had passes for a screening yesterday, but I couldn't go. So um, Yesterday? What was yesterday? Tuesday. I 
I don't know what I did. Yeah, well, I, I, I couldn't there. make him. I just gave him to my man. But he hit me last night and said the movie. He was like, the first half of the movie, you're going to be bugging out. Like, what the fuck? And then he said the second half, it just completely go crazy. Like, he said this shit is hard, nigga. Mm. So I'm at my tomorrow night. Uh, go check out my with old girl. Hold up. Let me look up her name before I blow this whole shit. Octavia Spencer. Mm. Oscar award winning Octavia Spencer. And again, just one more time, just in case my man listening. Shout out to Scott Ashby <laughs> uh, from the Cheyenne Showtime for fucking with us. But uh, all right, man, let's get into these Blackberry letters real quick man, so we can get the people what they want. Got to give the people. I give the people what, what they want. want. You want to read yours or you want me to go first? All right, man, I read this shit. Get because, into it. Um, niggas are fooling. Spag <laughs> time. All right, dog. Dating exclusively for five years <laughs> with one. <laughs> oh, oh, <shit. laughs> Yo, all right, listen, <laughs> niggas is drunk. Dating exclusively for five years with one kid. Frust- <laughs> Frustrated. I asked him, when are we going to get married? Him. <laughs> When I'm sure there's no one better out there for me, <laughs> I'm still investigating that. Talk your shit. I threw my friendship ring at him. I've cried for days. At least he brought a friendship ring. Advice? Yo, first of all, um, we will be continuing to read all Black Blackberry letters anonymously. Yeah. So I don't need to know who sent that. Uh, but I do want to say thank you for sending that in because <laughs> it's a brave ass letter to write me and Jay talk. <laughs> um... I don't mean to, you know, laugh at your situation. You know, I don't want to laugh at your pain. But uh. before we get there, <laughs> before we get there, I, I have a theory. Okay, that men don't settle, women settle. That's um, a fact. That's I'm, proven. Now, that's not a knock Mm-mm. because I I am so glad you settled because you know every once in a while y'all settle on me, and but. <laughs> Like, he know what he want. Like, and most men know what they want. And it's a specific person. It's probably yeah. his the girl from eighth grade that he still yeah. think he got a shot with. Yeah. And, like, until he know for 100% certain he don't have a shot with this, he never going to be fully into you. Nah. And, like, um, and that's why they be like, we've been married for such and such years, and he just went and cheated and did this because he always wanted that. Yeah. And he never let that go. But and when he gets the opportunity to get that, he's so what's the again, man? Shout out to Chris Rock. He he keep dropping gems. He said, Men are only as faithful as their options. Um, if a man has not fully unless you're black and your name is Jason Johnson or Anthony. Well, no, no, no. Well, first of all, first of all, if you're black, this whole Blackberry letter doesn't even apply because I'm definitely sure her man is these is easily white people. Shout out to our white listeners and our Indian listeners because I'm imagining she's white. Her nigga's Indian. Yes. All right. So uh, now that we have the race factor out of the way, (laughs) um, (laughs) I I actually agree with you. I do think that... uh, Men, I won't say men won't settle, but I will say men settle less often yes, than women. Yeah. Um, women will settle when you've checked off enough buckets on one end or another. Like if if you got the finances 
and the sort of security that they're looking for, they'll settle and cheat on you. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I know a girl right now who will go uh, pull up on my man. She don't care that we be out with, like, people. Like, she pulls up in public. She married as fuck a billion kids, nigga. Like, she got all the kids <laughs> in the world with her husband and will pull up on my nigga if he tell, like, my nigga can s- send a text, like, 10, 11 at night, bro. She will leave home, pull up on my nigga. And her husband, I'll just be like, what do we say? But he got her in a nice car. They got a nice home. And them five kids is all going to a nice school. So when you can do all that... You didn't checked off them security buckets and, and them finance buckets, then hey man, I'm gonna marry you, but I'm gonna go suck at homie dick though. Duh. Which is crazy. A nigga said, I'm trying to find out if there are better options. I'm yeah. still investigating that. Yeah. Nigga, no. you cold blooded, fam. He a thorough ass pimp. I'm gonna get that nigga that boy. That's, that's, uh, some, that's some whole ass shit to say to somebody. Um, I will tell her, and and this ain't even on no dirty mac and shit, man. Just me being a real ass nigga, like, yo, if you value yourself and you value marriage and, like, the life after being in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. With a child. With a child. Get the fuck out of that. And like, I, I hate know. to say that because I don't know how my man really feels about her, but it kind of sound like he told us how he really feel about her. Like, fam, like, you cool until she I She cool, but she ain't better. good enough. Like, you the mother of my child. Hey. You not good enough. Fam, if I've been with the mother of my child for five years... And not only have I not married her, but I've actually told her, hey, I'm I still kind of feel like it's somebody better for me than so you. So look, so in this particular situation, yeah. I'm thinking it's one of two things. He wants somebody that's more attractive, mm-hmm. or he wants somebody to do that special thing he like that she yeah. don't do right. Mm. Be- like, why else would it what else could it be? Uh like why isn't this a, a particular woman? That you've been with five years, yeah. that you have a baby with. Like, yeah. why isn't she enough? Like, you clearly must want someone who looks different. Yeah. A uh, white lady who wrote this letter in to us, if you don't mind, send Jay a nude of you, <laughs> face included, uh, and send that to Jay, Jay Johnson, Johnson 313. At, uh, Jay Johnson at com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is strictly for uh, research, purposes. research purposes. We are not, you know, looking at this for personal use. But uh, no, man, I agree with you i think that um she's either not the coldest because he it's, it's, it's not it may not be her yeah, yeah. he just wants something he different. might want something colder yeah yeah so all right let me rephrase that she's either not the coldest to him yeah. or like you said she ain't doing that little thing he like he wants somebody that's gonna let him plug her in the booty or something i don't know nigga and she like fam i ain't with that like or like I ain't come got, here for all that or he got some kind of weird insecurity where yeah. he need to be well, like, no, he is definitely in control. Because yeah, because if she's still with dog after yeah. five years, he I'm about to say clearly he runs the control. But like, he in control. Yo, you got to be a cold ass. Hey, uh, my Indian nigga. She said, "I've been crying for weeks." My Indian nigga, call me and put me up on game on like what you saying and doing around the crib or even in the bedroom, with shorty. Because I need to learn how to get the control that you sound like you got, my nigga. Because. Uh, Five years, nigga, and a child. Hey, fam. Uh, and you got her a promise ring. You know, I said this last week, and I, I don't like this term, but this nigga trash dog. Like, come on, fam. It's funny because you don't like that term, and that's my favorite word in right. the world, nigga. No, that nigga's complete trash. Uh, he I hate terrible. Being our trash term, but I don't like that. I have to tell this woman 
to leave. Leave that nigga. Because it's, again, I don't know that man. I don't know that man version of whatever their relationship is. So I feel like I'm dirty macking, but I can't. Well, maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah. That she needs to have a conversation with him and explain to him uh, what you just said to me and how that devalues me as a person, as a mother, as a human being. Like you just told me that I'm not good enough and you're still looking for something better. Like that guy, that's, that's, how would you say, why would you say that to somebody that you love? So there's a either you're just a cold hearted person Uh or there's a communication issue. Where you are a very blunt person and you need to recognize that the person that you with is not because she's been crying for days. Yeah. So there needs to be a a discussion like, listen, when you said this, this hurt my feelings. Yeah. And this is why. And his reaction to that determines whether you need to stay in this relationship or not. But see, I'm going to tell you right there. I don't even think she should go that route. I think she should go the route of fam. I'm taking my son. And I'm leaving. And here's why I say immediately leave. Because, nigga, after five years, if that's your your response to her wanting to be married and, like, move this thing forward, is I'm still looking for somebody, then, nigga, this just ain't what you want. So talking to her and saying, yo, this is how I feel and this is how that made me feel and this is how you hurt me and I'm trying to communicate openly. with He don't give a fuck. That nigga don't. If she come to him like, yo, I need to talk to you and tell you how that made me feel, he going to be like, you know what? Bitch, this is exactly what I didn't want. I knew it was somebody out here better than, for me than you. Because motherfucker said, I'm still investigating yeah, that. Because he got to research this. Uh, fucking, who are you, Mr. Bean? The and investigator? Wh- look, <laughs> while he's investigating, she need to be packing her shit and getting the fuck home. Man. I've cried for days. No, that's no. sad. I don't like when my girl cry. You a hoe. Like that's not. I don't like when people cry in general. When your girl cry, bro. I, I don't. I can't take women crying, bro. It's terrible. I don't care how cliche or how chauvinist. I don't like when the woman cry. I can't no, that take shit it. really hurts. Yeah. I can't take it, dog. Um, and I don't really like the noise that women make when they cry. Like yeah. all of them cry different, but like I think of Kevin Hart voice. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> like yeah no nah, it's just i don't know man I, I hate hearing women cry man it's it's very uh deflating for me and i would imagine that if you had any fucking heart or sensibility it would be deflating for you if you was hearing your girl cry for five days straight but he investigating he don't even got time to listen to that bullshit that nigga out this nigga literally out here on the whole stroke yeah no that nigga he is looking for the whores <laughs> like fam yeah. he said I'm, I'm actively looking nigga <laughs> that nigga said before i put this non-promise ring on you nigga let me make sure i ain't miss nothing i promise that i will not marry you until i think that you're the one did you ever give a chick a promise ring no that was a bag that I never got into, but I kind of feel like I should have. I, t- I don't know if I told you on this podcast or the other one, but like a, a, somebody proposed to me before. Yeah, we talked about yeah. that on here. Yeah, but like I turned that shit into a pinky ring. So yeah, well, I mean, that's <laughs> if you gonna be a G about it, nigga. <laughs> uh, but no promise rings. I don't. I don't yeah, I've never done I, that. I never got in that promise ring bag because I always maybe knew it was bullshit. No, I was eighteen, maybe. Oh, Jay was out here passing out the promise ring. You know, you get a ring. Nasty. I don't think of that. I think it was like eighteen years old Christmas. Jay was a nasty yeah, yeah, 18 yeah, year yeah. old. But you know, that shit is just jury at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, nah, I ain't never do the promise shit, ring. I might have been 17. Really, cause I wasn't really promising you shit. Like, I was trash up you until be 18. About- you'd be like, oh, this is the love of my life. I'm gonna be with you forever. Tomorrow we broke yeah. up and shit. Like <laughs> No, I was admittedly trash till like December of last year. So um all right, well that's our advice, man. Get the fuck out of there. Uh if you don't want to get the fuck out of there, then go tell dog how that made you feel. I guarantee you, uh, 
his response will probably tell you to get the fuck out of there. But um, that's that. Either and stop crying, man. Fuck that whole ass nigga, dog. If you want us to beat that Indian nigga, up, uh, because black men don't cheat, you come meet us up here every week. We at the shop. All right. So I got a question. <clears throat> Blackberry letter anonymously from one of the homies down in Texas. Shout to Texas. Fellas, I get a lot of men who text me. Mm-hmm. I would rather mm-hmm. speak on the phone or meet in person. What can I do to change this? Is there anything that I can say or do <laughs> to let them know what I want without coming across pushy or needy? What do I do? I always hear <laughs> look. I always hear men say that we should teach the guy what we think is acceptable. But how? Uh, how does a woman teach a guy what she expects from him? All right, listen. Though. All right, this is gonna be very simple because, and I hope you have an iPhone. <laughs> so, like, while you in a text message, right? Um, you gonna scroll up to the top. It's gonna be their name, mm-hmm. and you are gonna touch it, and it's gonna say audio, and then you like click it, and then like, it start calling the person. Like it's really because if I want to talk to somebody, guess what I'm gonna do. So I'm going to call him. Funny part about that being your response. Now, Jay did not see that letter before. So I'll actually show you my response. Like, <laughs> I because I actually replied initially because I kind of forgot it was a Blackberry letter because I read the shit and I was just like, I was like, or you could just call him. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going Because like, look, like, all right, ladies, here, we, we, we about to teach y'all a little bit of something. Y'all overcomplicate the fuck out of simple shit. If you think that that man's texting you too much, chalk that up to, hey, we live in a digital world where 99.9% of motherfuckers is texting primarily. Yeah. If you want that nigga to be different and talk to you on the phone, he may not automatically think to call you. If you are a phone person and not a texter, there are a few different things you can do here. Number one, go to that man's name, click it. Hit voice call and call that nigga. You can do that. If you feel like, oh, well, he the man, he should call me, whatever. If you if you if you living in the 1920s like that, uh text that nigga back and say, Hey, I ain't really much of a texter, but I'd love to talk to you on the phone. Give me a call. Or like he gonna call you. Like so I got a mixture of both, right? Yeah. Because certain times of the day. I'm texting, mm-hmm. uh, or if I'm in a studio session, yeah. which is most of my time, I might shoot you a text. But or the, if the conversation needs a text, right? Yeah. Um. But I, I it's, it's certain people I want to talk to. That's a fact. Like we'll talk during the daytime. Yeah. And four or five o'clock come on, come around, and then I get a phone call, and we have a conversation on the phone. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Why we maneuver into whatever the next thing is? Because I, I want to talk to some of y'all people, right? And there's a mixture because sometimes I send voice notes. Yeah. Because I don't want to. This the conversation doesn't need uh, an entire phone call, but it's too much to text. Got you. Because this phone is really great. And you can be like, boop, yeah. I send this voice. And say all of that. And you can send a couple back. And then like that, if I just send a couple back, then like pick up the phone and call. Now, here's the other part of what she said. I would rather speak on the phone or meet in person. So if you're not feeling the texting, but you are open to meeting this nigga in person, your response to his text could be, what you got up? Hey, 
Are you free around six o'clock? Let's meet up and get a drink at my favorite happy hour spot. Pick the place. Pick a spot you like that you think he should be able to afford to fuck with you. And have that nigga meet you up there for some drinks and a couple apps, nigga. Whatever you do, like, stop being scared. Sometimes, dog, ladies, men ain't going to pick up on every single fucking non-clue that y'all give. And I say non-clue because y'all don't always be giving out the clue. You writing me and Jay, and I bet you ain't told that nigga that you would rather talk on the phone. I bet a thousand dollars. Well also like because everybody has different communication styles. Yeah. Um like are you one of those people and I'm I'm just generally asking yeah. that you just don't want to text. There's not n- not a specific reason. Like I'm just I just don't want to text. I'm not a texter. Cause that's kind of unreasonable. Um, in a in a world where community like I'm just gonna block off one form of communication. Period. Yeah, that's a, that's a little unreasonable. Now yeah. this can't be our only form of communication because that's yeah. weird. But like, and that's the thing. So a lot of people be all oh, happening when men want used to talk on the phone, fam. Technology happened. The times happened. These we didn't change these. What things. happened when like, he used to write me letters? He got a phone. He got a phone. <laughs> that four page letter looked real creepy from Aaliyah. Now, yeah. if she, rest in peace. But don't write me, nigga. Um, even though I actually used to like when chicks wrote you letters. They spray them with perfume and shit. Or they yeah. put the little lipstick. Put the tool. If she put the lipstick on, she was sucking dick early, nigga. Mm-hmm. Seventh grade, mm-hmm. eighth grade. Uh. <laughs> raise your kids um but anyway uh yeah man i i just think that technology everything evolves right so with that evolution will come some people who resist and some people are resisting strictly for the fact that they don't want to conform it's no real reason it, you don't not like texting you just don't want to be the person that becomes a texter I right, cool but you gotta say that if you can't communicate that to that man or if you're too prideful to pick up the phone and call that man then motherfucker how interested is you in him and i don't know shit about his situation but kind of to what jay was saying a minute ago if he's maybe not a phone person and you're maybe not a texter it needs to be some give and take. It can't be, yo, if he don't start calling me more, then I ain't fucking with him. He ain't feeling like, what you, what he do for it? Like, where he at? He might not be able to text you. Because at work, I can text you discreetly, but I can't yeah. pick up the phone and have a conversation hey. with you because I'm working. Hey. If I'm in Facts. the studio, even if I'm not physically in here, right, mm-hmm. I can't necessarily have a full-fledged conversation. It's hey. recording going on. Hey. You know, it's not going to necessarily pick up, but like, that's- What if that man a doctor? And he out here trying to have get somebody fucking heart surgery so they could live. <laughs> and you want to fucking talk on the phone all day. Now this bitch dead because she had a heart attack. And uh, but whatever. Listen, I, I I do think that texting does hurt dates. Um, I do think it does hurt interactions. You can over text. Like when you first meeting somebody, I would prefer us not text up front. Yeah, and us get together and meet and talk because. All the stuff that you would normally say on the first date and you when you doing your getting your nose you and everything like that. Like if you didn't already cover that shit in Texas, you're giving too much week, away. And then when you finally meet up, y'all gonna be sitting there looking at each other stupid and yeah. shit. Like hey, shit. <laughs> you remember when you told me about your childhood? <laughs> that shit was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, you was depressed. I would much rather I would like I honestly if the person is worth talking to, yeah, if pull I got, up on me. If I got value in you, yeah. I, I, I want to have a conversation with you. Now, I've I I had to tell my girl this, um, and really any girl that I kicked it with in Detroit since I moved back. So the only relationships I've been in prior to my current one were long distance, 
So I was used to only talking on the phone, like, or not only, but 75% of my communication was literally sitting on the phone or FaceTiming. And um, I OD'd on it. So when I finally got a girl that was accessible and was pull up onable, I don't really want to talk to you on the phone that long or that often. Like I can be there in 15, 20 minutes max. I could be there. So all that to say, I really do think that she uh, should focus on the whole I would rather see you part of it because clearly he ain't a phone talking person and clearly you don't like texting. But I think both of y'all would probably like to see one another. You exchange numbers. So I'm imagining that's the case. So much we can do. I'm a conversationalist. I talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. talking on the phone ain't everything neither, man. It ain't. Because a lot of y'all be fake on the phone. You this and that. And you cool and you confident. And then you get up in person and you can't hold eye contact and your confidence is low. And uh, you kind of look a little greasy and all that shit. So <laughs> just... You know, I, I think that you and him should probably meet in the middle, pull up on one another when possible, and then maybe work out a hey, every once in a while we could text, but a hey, once in a while you like, gotta I'm call too. You for everything. Yeah, no, 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 and that's the, yo. Don't call me for textable shit. Don't call me and be like, fam, what shoes was you wearing to that party tonight, fam? Yeah, nigga, yo, I'm banging the phone on you. Don't call me for that. I just, because I'm a motherfucking doctor out here saving lives. And man. don't send me a dissertation. Yeah, yeah. If I got to do more than two thumb scrolls with the size of our phones now, two thumb scrolls fam, on lyrics means I, you I said got, too much. I got a whole Jay-Z verse, nigga. Don't send me. I don't want to scroll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, two thumb scrolls you said way too much. So um, keep your text messages low. But again, call that man. Bottom line, like if you want to talk to that man, call that man. And don't X out one form of communication because you just don't. Yeah, because like it. it ain't your style. Because you don't know his style. You man. gotta, you gotta bend. Yeah. All right. Um. Speaking of bending, my nigga Jason Mitchell from the Shy out here. Oh, one thing that we got to talk about. Oh, was what's good. What's good. What's good. That fucking law they bought that they trying to do on the picks. Hmm. Unsolicited picks. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I posted it on uh, this week in culture uh, on our page. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. This week in culture. So starting September first, twenty nineteen, which happens to be my birthday. Shout out to me for being born. Uh, the state of Texas will start giving out Class C misdemeanors. For men who send unsolicited penis pictures via electronic means, which means cell phones, email, and I think it was like one more thing um, electronically. But basically, dick pics, unsolicited dick pics in Texas starting September 1st will now be misdemeanors. Fuck is Class C? Uh, I think a Class C misdemeanor is like, it's similar to, like, you ain't doing no jail time. Like, it's like, you get a fine... Some other shit. I could look it up, but that sounds like a lot of work. Mm. Um. Either way, my question when I read that, and I'm sure Jay had the same question, because we reasonable men, right? We smart men. We just want all things to be fair. What about the unsolicited titty and pussy pics that I receive? I mean, I got some on my IG right now. Because my DMs say a lot of fucking class C misdemeanors and a lot of class double you, D misdemeanors. How you prove it's unsolicited? Facts. If we sit around there, you're like, hey, send me a pic. And I send it to you. I, I got this nigga. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And, and 
like you could say send me a pic, a nigga send the pic, and then you can delete your text where you say send the pic, and now it looked like it was unsolicited, like a nigga you, just came you, out. How do you prove this? And look, I don't, I don't claim to know all the shit that women are dealing with in their phones and in their DMs and their socials and their emails. I don't claim to know that. But if niggas is just randomly off the rips shooting you the dick pic for nothing. <laughs> I hear this happens a lot, though. I got a lot of lady friends. So I've heard that it happens. I hear it happens a lot. But here's the thing, and I ain't saying this about your friends, even though I know we got some of the same friends, but I've heard that it happens. But some of the women who told me it happens a lot, I also know the type of life they lead. And I know what they be talking about. And them dick pics might not be solicited, but they sound like they welcome when the nigga I mean, like, took I the pic. I understand pick. why the nigga thought he yeah. the, you the nigga that he can get a Yeah, a, a that he could get a, a freaky random dick pic off with no consequences. Yeah, because I know how you be talking so, and flexing online. Do you know a nigga that's... Because, like, I don't, I've never sent the dick pic, right? Um, And I guess it got to work, right? I mean, niggas ain't stopped sending them. Right. I've never sent one either. Let me throw that out there. My dick is not out here. But like, um, for, for people you might catch a print <laughs> out here like one or two times, but I'm going to tell y'all now, this uh, is <laughs> motherfucking uh, This Week in Culture exclusive. Any pick that may or may not have been me <laughs> has been the same two picks that I took back when I was a little ratchet ass, uh, however old I was when I took them pick. I ain't taking no new picks of y'all. And it ain't no whole dick. It might just be like some little background dick with the drawers <laughs> over to some. You know what I'm saying? Nothing up front. Some light, you know. But anyway, um, <laughs> some light. I ain't giving them whole dick. I'm, you gonna, know? Pa- I'm just going to pause this whole you know, Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, nigga. You know, because a lot of chicks might front like. When I say I ain't never sent a dick pic, like we might get a fucking DM like in the page, like don't, oh, don't, but send you, a DM. but you sent me a dick pic. No, I didn't, fam. You got a little background print in like O2. Phones wasn't even good. The pictures wasn't clear. You know what I'm saying that shit was not fucking 4G. So that said, I, I mean, ain't no this week in culture dick pics. I wonder either. which one of my niggas be out there unsoliciting sending the dick pics because it got like because for I could probably. Had- <laughs> like which one of the niggas in the in the crew is out here getting these fucking dick pics off, dog? Like, cause it got to be one. Like, it's like ten niggas that's, that's yeah, in this circle, yeah. right? One <laughs> out of ten. Yeah. Oh, out of ten, I'm saying like three out of ten is getting the dick pics like, off. Which nigga. one of you niggas is out sl- slinging, sl- slang- slanging the motherfucking dick pics? Hey, if if he not, I ain't gonna say my nigga now, name. A lot of them married. Mm-hmm. So that, that that so they may not be yeah yeah so, yeah, so you know that, what it, matter of fact they not because black yeah. men don't cheat and marry black men especially so all of the nine married niggas which is myself <laughs> myself <laughs> me Clay <laughs> and I ain't doing it so damn Clay say like, no nah. Clay might be out here getting them off nigga I don't know I don't know what Clay do on the weekend bro oh, shit. uh hey man we got we got a newly unmarried. Nigga yeah. in the squad, and uh, that nigga will probably send that. He definitely will get him off, and we ain't gonna put his name out there. But shout out to the homie. Uh, we know you getting them dick pics off, and that nigga light skin, so he got just a lot of like, I want to send you a dick pic energy to the women. Now that he back out here, man, I know he trying to get them off. Uh, I don't believe that that many dick pics are going out unwarranted. But where I kind of maybe do believe that niggas is wilding like that, because I really do get fam. I haven't asked for nearly as many pics as I've received from women. I've never asked for a woman for some pics. I've have tons. I've never asked. Fam, like I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna put myself in like the 98th percentile 
of me not asking for them that amount of picks that I have. Like maybe two percent of the time I might have said, like, yo, what you doing? And she said some freaky, like, oh, I'm laying in the bed. Um where? Let me see. She, I might have said, let me see. So that I, that I was the let me see guy. That don't count. I, all right, well, if let me see don't count, then I ain't never like, asked you so. If, if you throw an alley oop without like, well, shit, let me see. <laughs> Fam. That, that's that's not Chris Paul uh, out here throwing oops his whole career. Or rap or Loki, it's not he a Hall of Famer. It's not the let me see, it's the eyes. The emoji yeah, it, eyes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when I send him emoji eyes, just know I'm thinking nasty, nigga. Now, you know what's so funny, dog? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's some universal shit, though. Like, when a nigga send the eyes. You know what's so crazy that a fucking emoji can have so many fucking meanings? The same emoji can have so many fucking meanings. So, I've already said, and I said this a long time ago, it's on Facebook from at least like 2012. If a woman just starts the conversation via text, with the emoji looking eyes, she ready to fuck. She trying to fuck. You can fuck that day. Like that is the that's a universal symbol. One, listen in real life because yeah. sometimes. So you know sometimes like you be in relationships and you be out of relationships, but then mm-hmm. y'all got a little uh, a little bleed mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. where it's like, well, you, you you this is safe sex right yeah, now. Yeah. Still kind of before yeah. we before we move like eh, yeah. we, we ain't together, but like it's easy. We need to, so like the whole the shit you, you get the text with the eyes. Yeah. Doo-doo, they be I like, know that, that's the best signal. You, you the text with the eyes and you you respond like where you at? Yeah. I'll be home at ten thirty. Yeah. And then like that be the whole conversation. That's the whole you don't cause niggas say less. Say less. And send then, the eyes. And then you send the eyes. I'ma ask for the location and Bang, boom, pow, nigga. Next thing you know, a child is not being taken care of. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but no, man, I I, I agree. The uh, emoji, because start thinking about some of the other emojis, nigga. Because like we want, like so, if you, we having a conversation hey. and you telling me about y- y- your conversation with another person, they kind of getting geeked and like you tell, oh, did she said this? Mm-hmm. I hit them eyes like, well, what that bitch say next? <laughs> like, what you say? Because I know, because you know, nigga, the eyes is spicy. Like what? Anytime somebody ever sent the eyes, is spice in the motherfucking pot, nigga. So, um, yeah, man. I, I know that women are getting unsolicited picks off left and right. And as we just established live here on This Week in Culture, if a nigga says, let me see, or sends the eyes, it don't mean he asked. It don't count. It don't mean he asked. It just means if he... If a nigga hit... If, if, send me a pick, ass nigga. Yeah, no, no. Hey, what you doing? Send me a pic. No, them niggas is creeps and should get a class C misdemeanor. Send me nigga. a pic. <laughs> yeah, no, those is class C you misdemeanor ass niggas. Those is class C felons, nigga. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. And them niggas should do 90 days minimum. But uh, if a nigga just shoot, shoot you the eyes or hit you with the let me see, then I'm sorry. That don't mean he asked. That just mean you was in your freaky bag. You had a pic loaded in the gun. You had that bitch in the clip, and you was ready to fire off, and you fired off. Um, but many, I just, I find it hard to believe niggas just out here shooting out the unsolicited dick. Like, damn, like niggas just out here, bow, bow, dick, dick, dick. Like, I, I just can't believe it, nigga. Uh, so yeah, man, in Texas, all my Dallas niggas, all my Houston niggas, all my San Antonio niggas, um. Keep your fucking dick up, yo, because starting pause. in September. <laughs> yeah, pause that. Pause that. Keep your dick in your pants, man, because starting in September, you niggas is going to fucking prison for these dick pics. So everybody relax. Um, But Texas, I'm going to need y'all to revisit that fucking law because it's a couple women in my DM right now that I would like to put in jail, nigga. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Man, nigga. I got this one chick. And that's a Denzel quote. Don't trip on me. 
I got this one chick that I've never followed on social media, right? Yeah. She's been um she has followed me from every social media account. <laughs> and every post she's ever sent is some nasty freaky shit. And wow. Just randomly, every couple months, maybe even a year ago by, I just get some titties. Yeah, yeah. And then like so I had dropped her in a group chat and like she does this to everybody. So that's her thing. You know what I'm saying? But like it's been like 10 years of socials yeah. and all you do is be on some freaky shit. Yeah. And send niggas naked pictures and shit and be like, now, now send me one. Bitch, I don't know you. I think I know who you're talking about. That's the sad part. I'm going to kind of look uh, Arab yes, looking. Yes, that one. So that's she a catfish. That's a real life catfish. I, I was yes. I, we we investigated that. Me and the homies investigated that like twenty fourteen. Yep, 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 yep. That's a real life catfish. Real bro. life. I've, I've and I've always yeah. known it was. Yeah. No, we investigated that like twenty fourteen. Uh, me and like three of my niggas, because we similar convo. Like yo, like who the fuck? Because she ain't bad looking at all. She ain't bad looking. Got a nice little body and shit. And uh, but she would post too much freaky shit and too quick to ask for the pick. Like. I remember the first time I exchanged numbers with her. Yeah. I hit her like, yo, this aunt. She like, oh, what's up? Send me a pic. <laughs> like, bitch, what? I was like, I bitch, I was writing the knee. I ain't even get the knee out. I just wrote, yo, this aunt. And you just came for the pic. I was writing the knee, bitch. <laughs> the knee. <laughs> Let the me knee. get the knee out, motherfucker. Damn. This, <laughs> the name of this episode is the knee. <laughs> <laughs> bitch damn let me get this anthony motherfucking shit so uh yeah no nah, she a catfish though man and uh they out here hey fellas i if, caught two catfish in my time uh like i, I the, might be about two or three like the nigga we really put a network yeah, yeah. in and like to figure that out yeah we caught the catfish though, shout too. out to neve and and the other nigga with the gray hair because they put together that's some real sh- i still watch catfish when it be on like the shit is entertaining yeah. most of them episodes i feel like it's fake but it's entertaining because i know this is happening well, like, you, you you retarded now yeah well yeah if you can't figure out that that's a calf like the minute you say let's meet up or let's facetime and they not about either one won't gmail chat won't oovu yeah yeah. <laughs> Y'all niggas don't know about that Joe Button shit. Yo. <laughs> he said, won't Ubu. <laughs> oh, shit. Remember Ubu, nigga? <laughs> Yo. Oh, Fucking, shit. oh, we old as shit. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, people out there, be safe. If that person will not meet up with you and they won't FaceTime with you, uh, that's a catfish, man. Like, ain't nine times out of ten, that's a catfish. Don't even waste your time. But in general, stop sending unsolicited pics. <laughs> and I just get a catfish in my hi, <laughs> fam. Bitch, don't be coming. Hi, <laughs> other catfish identifiers, yo. Uh, motherfucking decline when they jump on your page. When they hit your DM talking about hi. When they jump on your page talking about I love your feed. Like these is catfish, fam. When they white with big titties. <laughs> And you from the inner city and ain't never been nowhere they fucking been. Like, no, nigga. That was catfish. All right, man. You ready to get into this episode, yeah, dog? Let's get it. Let's get it. Um, before we actually get into the episode, I want to read a couple of updates that I got on my man, Jason Mitchell. Um, as you know, Jason Mitchell uh, was removed from the shy in light of the alleged misconduct, sexual misconduct allegations. Um, and... A few more details came out with regards to the allegations. So uh, before I get into the details, the most recent news, 
MTV Movie and TV Awards have revoked his nomination. Um, I believe he was nominated for his role in The Shy for Best Performance as Brandon. Uh, They revoked his nomination in light of developments. MTV TV and Movie Award ain't the biggest fucking accolade you're going to get, but... It's an award. It's an opportunity to continue to spread your brand. And now he's no longer able to do that. Um, We reported last week that Jason Mitchell was dropped not only from the shy, but also from an upcoming Netflix film called Desperados. Uh, Desperados fired him back in April. Two women on the set of the show, two actresses, said that he was standing outside their trailer making lewd comments. Um, Some of them were, quote, so explicit in nature, the film production company was left with no choice, end quote. Um, Specific information about what he said was not released, but again, it was thoroughly investigated before firing him in April. And then he was fired from the shy uh, about a week and a half ago. So... Uh, the new news that came up. So if you remember when the shy season two started, I announced that the shy had a new showrunner mm-hmm. um, for season two and her name is Ayanna Floyd. She is from the South side of Chicago. She was eager to work on season two of the shy and she had some big plans that we discussed. Go back and watch that episode. It was somewhere in the thirties. Uh, well, Ayanna Floyd, will not be returning to the shy next week. She was one of the other women that accused him. So it was Tiffany Boone who plays Jerrica. Uh, there was one additional actress who was not named. And then Ayanna Floyd came out last night and said that she also accused him. She filed a complaint with uh, human resources about his conduct and said that he was still slated to be a major part in season three, despite her going to HR, Tiffany Boone's uh, allegations, and the other unnamed actresses' allegations. The showrunner, Ayanna Floyd, said that as a result of this information, I discussed Tiffany's claims and my own with studio's HR department, and I set up HR presentations for the writers, cast, and crew. Ultimately, everyone involved in the show was well aware of Jason's behavior, and his multiple HR cases. Jason and, Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, not Jay Johnson. Uh, up here at This Week in Culture, we don't rape, we tape. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't no assault, it ain't our fault, nigga. Uh, she said, ultimately, everyone was well aware of Jason Mitchell's behavior and his multiple HR cases, including Lena, the creator and executive producer of the show, who was involved at the studio and network level. Uh, don't, don't tell me what I know. Nigga. So then she also said that Lena Waithe had been aware of his accusations since they were first made by season or during season one and decided to bring him back for season two. And then once there were multiple cases during season two, she still signed off on him being a part of season three before he was fired from uh, Netflix's Desperados. And then uh, Ayanna Floyd thinks that him being fired from Netflix so quickly because of the same allegations kind of trickled down the Showtime and maybe forced Showtime's hand to say, okay, we can't just blow this shit over like we have been doing the first two times. So let's go ahead and fire him. 
So yeah, man, Jason Mitchell, you are the fuck out of there, and we up you here are the biggest loser. Yeah, man, and we are sad to see it, but fuck, dog, why you do all that? Why you do that there? Don't grab them young women by their coochie hair. Yeah. Um, don't do it, Jason Mitchell. I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, so they lost a showrunner. Tiffany Boone will also not be back. Fam, this show is getting canceled, dog. It had. Now I don't see how you go on. You don't have a showrunner. You lost your main character. You lost his girlfriend because he was uh, allegedly saying or doing something you inappropriate. Lost, you lost forty percent of the show in a flash with one yeah. person. Brandon is connected to every single person on this show. He is the show. When the showrunner said he said wild shit to her, what do the showrunner do? I think they're like the head of the writers' room. Like they kind of control. Like, and I could be wrong. And if you're listening to the show and you know I'm wrong, shout out to you. You can shout correct out to us. Uh, Showtime, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yo, because he an editor, <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck he do. Um, so shout out to my man one more time. But uh, yeah, the showrunner. All I know is she kind of ran the writers' room. She was controlling and dictating the direction of the show. And if you listen to that episode that we recorded uh, for episode one of season two, we talked a lot about what her plans and ideas were for the direction of the show. And now we will not see them go beyond season two because she got the fuck out of there. She said peace. She was a local uh, or I'm sorry, a native of the south side of Chicago. And she was very excited to work on this show. But Jason Mitchell, you have creeped her the fuck out as well. She gone. Jerrica gone and whoever the unnamed other cast member is she's still there but I'm sure her name's gonna come out soon and she might be gone too so yeah we've lost a lot of cast a lot of fucking staff and yeah man stop being fucking nasty stop talking to these women and saying wild shit especially when you at work yo like I get it she was your on screen girlfriend maybe you thought that y'all was a little bit closer than you were but nigga that was not your lady she is engaged to a whole nother dude fuck man i'm just i'm really mad that this shit is probably canceled dog like because now what i i could kind of pick up on the theme like once i read last night oh lena waith has been known about this shit and they still continue to move on and brought him back to season two and had plans to bring him back for season three knowing all this shit had happened and oh the the showrunner said that when she went to hr and all them um and told them like hey in light of what he said to me in light of what i've heard he said to tiffany uh something need to happen da, 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 da. she said they basically came back at her and was like well yeah we're gonna get tiffany off the show because she basically came in and said she was gonna resign so then the showrunner was like all right well let's get him off the show we could put a fucking bullet in his head at the end of season two like she was ready to kill that nigga off and she said nope they said no and we're still gonna bring him back for season three so Showtime fucked up, Lena fucked up, y'all fucked up. And yeah, I don't know how much longer the show is going to get. And uh, shout out to Showtime uh, and anybody from the staff listening. If we have any of these details wrong, I am reading them directly off HollywoodReporter.com. So still fuck with This Week in Culture. Now, now that we know Jason Mitchell's probably a nasty wild nigga, Let's talk about the episode, episode seven of The Shy. Let's jump right into it. Uh, speaking of Brandon, Brandon has fucked up. Not Jason Mitchell, Brandon. If you remember a few episodes ago, 
he lost his cooking competition, which he was depending on because uh, it was a $5,000 grand prize and a lot of exposure, which could have helped his food truck a ton. Um, he still won $1,000, but he said that 1000 went back toward his student loans, so it didn't go that far. Anybody who ever got a random $1,000 knows that that shit don't go that far. Uh, so after he lost the competition, he went to go holla at Otis Perry, known in the streets as Duda. I still don't know what that means. Um, All the Duda day. I I really wish they would have called him anything else than Duda. But uh, he went to go see Otis Perry. He asked Otis Perry uh, for a loan. Otis Perry told him he'd give him 10 racks, help him out. And Brandon's whole life was changed. He was ecstatic. Little did he know that 10 racks was going to be 50. And 125 in real life plus another truck. So he got a $75,000 food truck plus uh, 50 in his bank account. So, nigga, you are officially tied into some gang shit. Gang, gang. That nigga Brandon is gang, gang. Nigga, we got you a paper trail, fam. Fam, you have all the, and it's fucked up because he don't know we got the heat on him. Yeah, the lady cop, yeah, yeah, the white cop or Hispanic, I don't know what he is now. Nigga, last name, all of saying became Cruz all of a sudden like when the fuck did that happen uh with a Z that whole shit kind of that whole little storyline is <laughs> I thought I kind of got what they was trying to do I didn't necessarily think this was the episode to do it because with the cop storyline uh if you watch the episode they were flashing back with the white cop slash Hispanic cop I don't know what the fuck he is no more um flashing back to when he was on the beat out here and him and his partner pulled somebody over a young black dude in Chicago the young black dude reached for a seatbelt. White cop's uh, partner thought he reached for a gun, allegedly, and he shot him, killed him. And basically, they had him in position to either say, like, yeah, my partner killed that man in self-defense. Like, we were in fear of our life. Or he could have told the truth. So I think why they bring it in this show, what I, what I think they tried yeah. to show is that when he was presented with an opportunity to do the right thing, he, he did not do the right thing. And now, and that's why he, he cares about. Yeah, he was presented with an opportunity to call Brandon and be like, "Look, nigga, yeah, well, so he's gonna do the right thing for the black." And agreed, yes, on that. But if you remember, uh, I think that was last week's episode where that uh, one new detective, the black lady, she said she has continued to make remarks to him that he's trying to save the young inner city black man. Like she keeps saying little slick shit like that. Like, cause he cares so much about Brandon and some of the other dudes in the neighborhood. Reggie, he'd have made a couple statements about like, yeah, these niggas might be from the hood, but they ain't necessarily bad people. And, uh, she keeps getting at him about wanting to save the black man. I feel like they kind of showed this to give us more of an understanding of why he maybe feels a little compelled. Cause he let a nigga get killed, and he could have got the man that killed him uh, sent up or at least sent to trial, and he did. I'd say the difference between me and Detective and Officer Cruz, yeah, is um, I I don't necessarily know that I make the best decisions um when I'm angry, yeah, or if I feel out like I'm being threatened, um, but I'm not walking to work and y'all gonna put a bullet in my mailbox and act like I ain't got no fucking gun either. Because at that moment, I would have turned around and say, hey, who put this shit here? Because if any one of you niggas want it, I have a gun too. Yeah. I'll give you my address. You can pull up right now. 
You ain't about to walk around this bitch on eggshells because y'all some hoes. Y'all want to bring that shit, bring it. Because if any one of you niggas, if I get the if I get the inkling that any one of you niggas is trying to set me up, I'm shooting first. And not only the bullet in the mailbox, though, it was a letter under the bullet. Yeah. He unfolded the little sticky and it said, nigger lover. So you a nigger lover. And you get the bullet in the mailbox. Yeah, fam. It's I'm like, a, uh, cause like at this point, you trying to you you gonna say you gonna kill me? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if if it's you killing me or me shooting the fuck out of one of y'all, or one of y'all got to die. You're not about to threaten yeah. me. I'm okay with. T- and it's you know what's t- fucked up though. <laughs> that's that's a real part of policing. To if the right thing means going against one of your brothers in blue or brothers in the badge, whatever they call it. Them niggas will put your life at risk. Them I'm, niggas will threaten you. They will do all that shit. Well, nigga, we got the same training. Whatever, nigga. You want if you want to do that shit, we can go ahead and do this shit. Then fuck you. Yeah. You want you want you want to shoot me? You want to you want to send me on a fucking call and I end up no fuck all that. Yeah. First time I think that one of you niggas trying to get at me, I'm shooting you. I I'll, I'll take my chances. So uh, so yeah. While they're weaving in and out of of his flashback. To when he had to make those decisions, they're also present day, um, connecting him and that new black detective uh, around the same case. So she's still investigating Miss Ethel getting beat up, episode one, which I feel like they didn't kind of drag that a little bit. Like, like that, that shit was like some. We pieced it together news. two days ago or two episodes ago. Like what the play was. Me and Jay Ben did this. So now, like, advance it forward. So finally, we get a little bit of advancement. Uh, Detective Cruz is on the scene. A white lady has been killed in the middle of the hood. She on the south side, sitting in her car. She called one to the temple. He investigating, looking at the car. He looking at her trunk. And what do we have? Some pamphlets for the old folks home. Little senior living community. No, why the fuck did this episode drop? Like, early? Was it early? Was it late? So I think it. So we missing an episode. What you think we missing? Cause like so, look that Sunday that Game of Thrones came on, mm-hmm. it didn't come out. Mm-hmm. That shit dropped like on Tuesday, and then this Sunday we didn't get nothing. Like that should have been like what? what? No, nah, this was this Sunday's episode. This was this past Sunday's episode. So, but it dropped on like a Tuesday. Hey, but I just like, think they wasn't trying to fuck with Game of Thrones. So listen, so yeah. technically that was the one that would have been on Game of Thrones then because it just dropped instead of a, on Sunday night. It yeah. came out like two days later randomly yeah. on the app. And then this Sunday, yeah, nothing. Because yeah. I, I was I was fully expecting another episode. Oh, no, no, no. I knew this was Because like episode. now I was like, well, why the fuck did you drop this shit so early? Why did yeah. you drop this shit five days early then? Like it was just weird. Yeah. No, I knew that this was this past Sunday's episode, but I always watch them twice, once when it airs and then once before we uh record. So I watched it when uh when it dropped. So I watched it like last Saturday and then I watched it again, uh probably like Sunday or Monday, uh during the day off on Memorial Day. Um but anyway, so he goes in the trunk, he sees his pamphlets for the little like living assisted facility, living care place. And he realizes that these are the same pamphlets that the white lady was passing out on episode one, uh, who came by Miss Ethel's and told her, yo, you're going to be evicted, but we can definitely help you out with some assisted living care places within your price range. So me and Jay, if you listen to this podcast often, you know that me and Jay already predicted a while ago that Otis Perry 
owns or is trying to own and buy up the block. He's trying to get all these old residents out of their crib so he could buy these streets up and uh, he can have some more places to do dirt out of and just continue his dealings. Because I don't even think him buying up the block is going to be for no crooked shit. I just think he's continuing to try to flip more of his money. He seemed like a nigga that would get into real estate. He got 30-something pizza joints. Yeah, he just trying to clean the Yeah, he trying to just clean the money up, so why not buy the houses in the neighborhood? So anyway, this was the white lady. She got killed. Somebody shot her in the head. Maybe they started thinking... The cops is getting too close. Let's get rid of. Yeah, they tying up loose ends. Yeah, so we about to give Brandon. To yeah, him. let's let's get the white lady out of here and let's make Brandon the motherfucking fish because she in on that whole thing. She yeah, what time it is he that know, white lady knew what was good. You know, yeah. White people, she, they tell they tell it on the niggas when the when the police come. That white lady was gonna sing so motherfucking loud, but uh, so yeah, man, she got shot. And now Detective Cruz and a black detective uh, are working together. Well, they were working together for like five seconds, and then the head of the precinct sergeant or whatever the fuck she is came and told Cruz, nigga, you suspended. You on death duty, fam. Man, so let's just... Let He's me, still on that Ronnie shit. Let me attack a couple of, the, couple of shits. Excuse me. This is a fucking corona. Got me kind of um, gassed. Um, fuck is wrong with Jerrica, dog? So Jerrica, and again, I am not... I've suspended all my, like... Brandon and Jason Mitchell, Jerrica, Tiffany Boone. Like, no, I'm looking at the characters when I watch yeah. the shit. Jerrica is a terrible girlfriend, dog. Well, she's horrible, bro. She's a terrible girlfriend, and she just like a, a a dumb person. She's not like just she's not savvy. Yeah. Why the fuck would you call that woman down there hmm. to tell her no to her face and say, "Hey, one of my homegirls gonna look out for you, bitch"? Why did you call and tell me over the over the phone? At housing aid, housing aid don't even sound like they could do nothing for me. Like, and, and you thought you you wanted to feel good about yourself. Treat her to lunch. So, Let me bring her to somewhere you nice. You're so fucking selfish because that shit is always about you, which is why you're a terrible girlfriend yeah. because you're just a selfish person. Yep. You wanted to feel good about yourself. So you went down there and, oh, we met here. And Man. now you're going to think that I'm the savior and I'm saving you. Bitch, I got shit to do. Yeah. I got to get up at three o'clock in the morning just to make it to work. Like, what the what was you? She what? said, fam, I catch three buses and I can only work the 3 a.m. shift because that's the only shift that'll get me back home enough to pick my daughter up from daycare. Cause 20 minutes late and it's an extra $25 that I don't have, nigga. So no, don't call me all the way down to the other side of town and tell me no, bitch. Bitch, I took the day off because of you. Yeah, facts. Like I could have definitely stayed on the south side at the crib, living my motherfucking why, life. Like, why couldn't you call and tell me that you bitch, you call me down there like, hey, listen, uh, we ain't got no place for you, but uh, Man, I'm my a, homegirl at Housing Aid can hook you up though. There's one girl that we was She's in the lawyer. same sorority. Like yeah. I don't know her, but I know we were the same colors, and we say wee, and, uh, <laughs> and and then 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 that's what we gonna do. Yeah, man. Uh, Jerrica's just I I think you hit it on the nail. She's not savvy, um, and she's also she's book smart. She's not street smart and they tried to kind of flash like she might have been a little bit when she had checked the alderman a week ago but then he checked her right back and was like okay well i'm gonna need 30 grand from you and 20 from your boss and she was like okay fine but if i do it for you i don't ever want to see you again or any of these protests fam 
You had him in a jam. He didn't have you in a jam. But she don't have no like pizzazz. She don't got hey, no bitch, charisma. I'm, how about nigga? I'm not giving you shit. I'm gonna call the fucking police, Man. and these motherfuckers gonna come down there and kill these people. Man, I don't want that to happen. But neither should you. And that's what's about to happen. So we can play. We gonna see you gonna play kitchen. I mean, play chicken. We yeah. gonna see you gonna move first. When I call the fucking police, you better get these niggas off my fuck off my boss fucking stoop. She don't have no street smarts, man. And she also, again, terrible girlfriend alert. So we first see Jericho in the episode hopping on the food truck with Brandon. He got her eyes covered. He trying to show her his brand new Diddy stove. This this big, super expensive stove that he bought with some of the... Uh, Little expensive stuff. Yeah, 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 because <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that... I mean, it's a food truck. Shit can't get that damn big, but... uh. Shit was expensive fucking, ass fucking stove for the food truck. That bitch was a two story microwave. Yeah, and uh, he uncovers Jerica's eyes. She sees it and she's like, "What the fuck is this?" And he like, "Yo, this is my stove." Like he's clearly excited about this fucking stove, right? He like, "Yo, this is my stove." You know how much this shit costs? Like, did he probably got one of these? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He going in, he gassing it up, and she like, "That's great, but you brought me all the way down here for this." Like, to show me the stove. Like, nigga, you could have texted me that. And he like, damn, like, you shitting on my shit. And she like, yo, my bad. But then she get into his pockets. Where you get the money for that? How much was third place again? He like, it was a grand, but, you know, I got some money from my investor. She say, oh, who's the investor? And that nigga say, oh, this Perry. She immediately fucking judges him. Like, did not tell your dumb hood ass not to work with Otis Perry. Like, she got in. That was all over her face. And he goes... You know, uh, shit. That nigga believes in me. He from where I'm from, and right now he like, yeah, I'm in, I'm meeting people and I'm getting exposure. But motherfucker, he was willing to help me out right now. He gave me the bag, nigga. He gave me the fucking bag, and he I got my stove, nigga. So fuck you, fuck your uh Johnny Gill haircut. She on her Issa right now with the fucking haircut, and he like, I don't got time for this debar shit. Like I'm done, nigga. I got a stove. Fuck off my damn food truck. So she like, I right, well don't tell my parents at dinner tonight that you working with Otis Perry, like. So then they go to fucking dinner. They at dinner. Her parents wanted to surprise her and tell her, like, yo, we putting you in charge. We giving you more responsibility at the company. She's so fucking stupid. Soon as they say we putting you in charge, she jumps straight into her lower income bag. Bitch, why don't you get in control and then do that shit while you in control? I like, mean, literally. So dumb. They told her that, and that was her response. It was thanks. Now that I'm in charge, I really want to open some more units for lower income. And her mom told her, like, well, how do, where are we going to get them? We already got eleven percent of our eleven percent of our properties are filled with low income housing, which is not a bad percentage. Which it's actually not. I actually when she said that, I was like, "Oh damn, that's higher than I would have imagined." But then her mom goes, "Where are we gonna get the additional properties? We're surely not kicking out no current residents from the higher income joint." So I don't want to kick nobody out their house. What's your plan, Jerica? How are we gonna make more lower resident lower income residencies? How we gonna do that? Jerrica didn't have a plan because she's just talking out her fucking Jerry girl. She one of the motherfuckers who hashtag riders and shit. Mm-hmm. You a fucking social media warrior? Yeah, social justice warrior. Yeah, man. She uh, she picking in and shit, but she don't even really have a plan or any focus on what she actually trying to do. So that's Jerrica. She out here making dumb moves. Uh, oh, and then did you see the fucking? Was good. Hold on. Live on This Week in Culture. 
Just know that the shit we say up here on this podcast is real as fuck. And we just got a live uh, piece of evidence <laughs> of that. Anyway, um, another place that Jerry Kane smart. Still talking to her little drunk friend from a couple weeks ago. So you got your little fucking drunk friend who was in there talking about you and your nigga and she called your nigga thug dick and all that shit. She be flirting with your nigga. So how is she even your friend if she trying to get your nigga some pussy every time she drink? And not only is Jerrica still friends with her, she apparently got her a job working for her, nigga. So she having drinks with the little drunk friend and she eh, she's just not smart, man. If let me get if one of your niggas flirts with your girl every time she drink and then says something inappropriate to your girl at a function, you still hanging with her? Well, listen. And getting him a job? Listen, dog. I'm a pretty secure person. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I let niggas do what they want to do. Uh, you flirt with my girl, I'm taking that disrespect. I'm fucking you up. Yeah. Not because you did it, hey. but because you did it. Hey. It's if, principles, that, if that man. makes sense. It's just principles. I ain't you know create principles. Or maybe I may be like, hey, nigga, chill out. You know what I'm saying? Because I will I'll, I, I will definitely, yeah. uh, hey, dog, you strapped? You, you know, know it. it. And, and now I, I got will, a pistol with me, nigga. Faggot ass tossing In your the ass middle of the in fucking the, party. In the room. And then, you know. I hate having a pistol with niggas in the middle of the party, bro. That shit is annoying. Uh, Emmett. Let's talk about my nigga Emmett, dog. So Emmett's got some concerns. Emmett's got some concerns, but they're all dick related. Cause Emmett ain't never gave a fuck about this girl till she do care about her. I think he cared about her a little after the dad situation when he realized what she was on. But I don't think he ever really liked her till she started kind of rejecting him a little bit. It's that kind of like age old like I kind of think that he started looking at her when when he started maturing a little bit and hey. realized like nigga I'm kind of a piece of shit hey. and he went over there for the hookup and was like hey what's what what you going through hey. and like they was already relatively friends before yeah. and like he I think he genuinely But cares then on about that her. night when he you know when he realized her dad had passed and she was trying to get some fucking sympathy dick he was like no let's just cuddle and that's the thing, fellas. Don't cuddle anybody you're attracted to all night because you will wake up in the morning with feelings. And that's just not, I'm not going to let y'all go down that hole, nigga. If you are attracted to that girl and you over there for the fuck, fucking go home. If she going through something, leave, nigga. You will not stay there and cuddle her all night. But he also had to cuddle her all night because he's still homeless. Emmett still don't have a, a place to rest his head. But anyway, he goes to talk to Kevin. Um... Meets Kevin outside the school, starts talking to him and trying to get he's digging up information on his sister. He's trying to figure out what's going on with her. So Kevin like, yo, I like that ride I seen you in the other day. Emmy like, what ride? He like, nigga, the Beamer. He like, Emmy like, the food truck? You saw me in the food truck? He like, no, nigga, the BMW. Emmy like, oh, yeah, 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 that BMW. What color was it? He like black. So he had the nigga Kevin run down all the shit. And then he like, fam. I ride the L train. I don't ride no fucking Beamer, dog. Kevin, like, she told me that was you. She be coming in after curfew. I thought she was with you. Nah, nigga, she ain't been with me. So now Emmett want to know where the fuck she been at. Like, who she been with, why she ain't really hitting me back. Emmett then bought her some exclusive track spikes and shit. He got her some nice shoes. He trying to get in that bag, but he knows she got a nigga. So he go up to the school. He find that black Beamer. And here come that nasty-ass track coach, nigga. 
Grown ass man. Grown ass man talking like, about, you like, know. Nigga, you work, you run here? Like, no, nah, nigga, I'm a coach. Yeah. So, Emmett, like, you look a little old to be on the team, nigga. He said, I ain't on the team, nigga. I'm the coach. And, uh. You short as fuck. He say, do you go here? Emmett, like, uh, yeah, sure. He like, well, shit, you short as fuck, but if you quick, nigga, tryouts is coming up, nigga. Come holler at us. And then he hops in the beam right now. Emmett know that she getting her back blew out by the old ass coach. I'm actually really curious what they're going to do with that. Because it's kind of nasty. I dog. think Emmett going to get beat up. I can see that. I can see that. I, I can see him trying to stand up and, you know, and protect her yeah. or anything and just end up getting beat up. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I do feel like he maybe should mind his business on this one, but now it's kind of too late because now you know too much. Like, mind your business when you asking Kevin all them inquiring questions and shit, but, like, once you done went down there and you found out, like, she getting pedophile, nigga, like. Because he already had rumors that he was fucking with an older nigga. Yeah, though. but you, know you ain't saying? you ain't know that for sure. Yeah, but, like, I think he, like, genuinely care about her. Not like I want to be with you, but, mm-hmm. like, I think you like my friend. And, like, I'm worried uh, about you. You lost your dad, and now all of a sudden you fucking with this older nigga, and yeah. you coming in and out, you sneaking in. Like, what's going on with you? Yeah, he, um, he in over his head. I definitely see him getting his ass whooped. It can happen. Uh, but we also don't support pedophiles. So, shit, not a he in it. Nigga, go all the way, man. Protect your homie, dog. Uh, uh, so, let's talk about Brandon a little bit. All right. Um, and his dilemma. Yeah. Of, of what he's going through. He got a lot. Um, after that Jerrica shit, Jerrica come home crying. Um, she like, I want to quit. She like, I support my parents and they passion. Yeah. And you and your passion. But I don't even know what I want to do. So, um... Brandon goes and he go to a craft bar mm-hmm. and he meet um his step pops yeah, yeah. father in law whatever the fuck mom's boyfriend know. whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah and um he telling him about you know the investments and shit Mister Perry like do that yeah because you know that nigga from the hood he from around the way and he let the nigga know like do that shady motherfucker dog and he crazy he yeah fucking psychopath like. Say when we was in sixth grade, he beat a nigga head in and then just came back playing. Like it wasn't shit. You know what I'm saying? So he was kind of, and also Brandon went to him. How, how old is Brandon? Because like, like you too old to be acting like a little child mm-hmm. all the fucking time. Okay. So when he was in the, when he was sitting with oldest Perry and was like, hey, you gave me too much money and. He was like, nigga, don't ever underestimate yourself. He told him, nigga, raise your expectations. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, what's going on here? Because I actually, I fucked with Brandon initially by saying, yo, I got more than what we agreed upon. I just wanted to make sure nobody on your staff fucked up yeah. and gave me more money, and I didn't want you thinking I stole from you. Yeah. That I fucked with. And then I'm like, my next question is, yeah. like, you gave me this amount of money. What are you expecting in return? Like, how do I Because that's a great that? business question. Yeah. How do I? How do I? Like, do I owe you a cut off my sale? Yeah. Like, how does this help? Are you, are you doing, is this tax write off? Tell me because yeah. I'm not trying to be in debt to you, nigga. And his hesitation too, he also could have played it like, fam, like, I'm not hesitating because my expectations were lower. I don't have faith. But now I have a whole, I need to plan again, nigga, because my plan was you loaning me 10 bands. I'm one person on a fucking yeah. truck. How the fuck do I? I'm I'm one chef. Yeah. And you gave me not only a new truck that cost 75 bands, not only 50 bands cash in my account, 
But then did you hear my man after he dropped the truck off? He said two his truck come with two employees. Like nigga, which who can they cook? Who are they? Can they cook? Can they fucking cook? Am I training niggas? Because you know I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a chef, right? Yeah. Like everybody just can't make this fucking. If that's the case, yeah. everybody would. I'm not a nigga in the hood who know how to cook. Like I'm an actual trained chef. Like I know what I'm doing, fam. But I mean, shit. If he trained fucking uh, Emmett to whip up some shit. Now I will tell you what was getting tired to me. What's that? Is this this nigga so super scary? He just little whisper shit, and we supposed to be afraid of of Duda. Yeah. Like, all right, nigga. Okay, writers, I got that. I yeah. even see in the in the in the in that preview for next week. I'm yeah. I'm tired of that shit. Okay, don't hey. fuck with my money or what, nigga? <laughs> like, I don't do well with threats. Even if I'm losing, yeah. I'm like, I just don't do well with threats. The don't only nigga me. you may have possibly killed was the old nigga that came back last year, Jason Dad. Yeah. Um. Don't threaten me, fam. Other than that, I don't really know how much pressure you really putting on niggas in the street. But uh, you ever seen an episode of uh the Boondocks and um when the candy sale? Yes. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> like when you threaten me, I'm right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like, what would beans do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck your faggot ass dish. You fuck <laughs> your, 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 your guy Richie teeth. Your, yeah. But man. like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, what you mean? And it's just like, because um, I, I see what they're trying to do now. Uh, now, mind you, we only got, what, eight, nine, three episodes left. So... What they're trying to do now with the relationship between Brandon and Otis Perry, now they're turning that curve. And Otis Perry's starting to show who he really is. Like, because now it's all coming out and shit. Like, you can see the attitude slowly forming. He's starting to talk to him like how he be talking to Reggie and shit, where he go from, hey, we talking normal to now I'm threatening you with some shit. Um, and he's all of this is power moves, it's power plays. Yo, you asked for 10, I gave you 50. You asked for help. I bought you a whole new truck and staffed it. Well, actually, I I just came to talk to you because you gave me my car and you told me you was giving me ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I, matter of fact, I ain't never asked you for shit. Yeah, yeah. I came down here to see for for advice. See what we I didn't could, think you was. I was leaving with ten bands. Yeah, I'm like nigga. I I, I kind of want to quit. You, I thought you was gonna be like, look, yeah. this is what you do. Let me get you. But he kind of, and that's where the power play part of it comes in, because now he's just doing whatever the fuck Otis Perry tell him to do. It's like, Otis telling you be comfortable with this shit, even though this ain't what you thought. And Brandon like, well, shit, I guess I got to be comfortable with it. But you get, you clearly not comfortable, nigga. So, and in that preview for next week, too, like when he approaches him and tells him like, because clearly next week he find out it's some drug shit. No, you can see that on the preview. Like he, well, nigga, I ain't never been involved in no illegal oh, shit. Oh, because while he's doing all this, he getting a new truck and the 50 bands and all that, he being watched. The lady detective is following this nigga. And which irritates me. The, I, I'm I'm irritated that she's slightly right. Yeah. Well, you was wrong off rip. The you whole only, time. Yeah. You only slightly right because now they's using him. But like, bitch, you, you're wrong. He still ain't did shit. And if you were actually doing your job correctly and you really knew this nigga, you would know he's a pawn in a very big fucking play. He is a pawn and you don't get it because um, you so you trying so hard to be right about his involvement in the gang. You don't realize, nigga, he be I don't like her character no more. I ain't never like her character from the rip yeah, from the rip. She got she got a son that's in. in well, anyway, but Brandon, he tell Jerrica to quit her job. 
I can take care of you. Yeah, because he know he got 50 bands in the bank. Yeah, and because this was before he knew about uh, Otis Perry. Yeah, like he that. thought that was a clean 50. Yeah. yeah, so he finds out, he comes back, he want to marry the bitch, he about to buy her a seventh. First off, that's a bad idea. I give you money for your business and you take $7,000 of it and go buy a fucking ring. Like, hey. Let's rewind that whole shit for a minute. All right, so when... Brandon was telling uh, Emmett, like, yo, Jerrica kind of played my stove. Like, she wasn't really excited about my stove at all. Emmett, like, well, nigga, when you surprise a woman with something big, it got to be for her. And he was like, she probably thought you was finna surprise her with a ring. That was actually the funniest part of this episode. That nigga said, what you mean, like a wedding ring? That nigga said, no, a wrestling ring, motherfucking. <laughs> like, nigga, what you thought? So somewhere in there, he mentioned fucking birthstones and Zodiac somethings and all i know is brandon ended up looking at fucking seven thousand dollar emerald rings nigga like saint the fucking wizard of oz dog she wants a real diamond first of all but more importantly to jay's point nigga i gave you 50 bands for your business how are you looking at seven thousand dollar rings a day after you realize you had 50 bands in the bank for your business, nigga. What the fuck are we talking about right now? And why do Otis Perry, why do you feel comfortable giving it, like, if we on the up and up? Yeah. I would feel very awkward if somebody I just met just gives me $50,000. Yeah. Don't you want to know if I can make this can shit I work? Can handle 50000 Yeah. What kind of business? Like, I don't trust your business now yeah. because you're just willy-nilly giving niggas money. Like, but I already ask I, me a question. Do I have a staff? Do I have a, a yeah. budget? Do I have a goal? How much does it cost me to run this? Sh- run this shit. Yeah. Like, give me some guidance. Don't don't throw money at it because the money ain't the. He clearly don't know what the fuck to do with the money. Yeah. No, you about to buy a fucking emerald ring. Don't no girl want an emerald wedding ring. I'm just throwing that out like, there right now. If you you like, don't a, do that. Fellas. You in a bit. You've been running ma- restaurants, pizza. But so I think that's the play. Give me a manager. I think that's the play. Hey, I just gave you 50 grand. You thought I was giving you 10. I gave you 50. Let me see what you do with it. Fuck up my 50 grand and don't be able to pay me back. Now I own your trucks. Now these is my trucks. Now you don't know. You no longer work here, nigga. Until you pay my 50 grand. I don't even know Brandon Johnson. But now I got two trucks. I clearly paid for them. Hey, nigga. Now I'm going to move Otis Perry's pizza off the trucks, nigga. Now what? Like he that's that's the play I think, nigga. Like he really just trying to tell Brandon, like, I own you, fam. This ain't a loan no more. This is well beyond loan level money that you thought you was getting, nigga. This is me buying you. So uh yeah, man, Brandon's fucked. Brandon's fucked, nigga. Just FYI. Because all he had all all Brandon gotta do is continue to make his food on his truck and yep. on the other truck they can fly around the city and drop off money under his name. Yep. He got plausible deniability. Oh, I didn't touch that money. I didn't do nothing. That's just a, another truck for my company. Yeah. Can't arrest me for it because I'm not in the same truck. Yeah, man. Um, But that's the thing. When Otis Perry just dropping a truck off to you and saying this yours, you don't know what the fuck going on, nigga. That motherfucking truck could be registered in your name. That's your all that. So his, his step pops basically told him to get the money back. So yeah, that's what I yeah. think was gonna happen. He gonna go in there like, look, I can't take the money. He gonna yeah. like, why you can't take my money? Because like yeah. I ain't never been involved in something legal. It's gonna be a conversation. Who told you I was doing something illegal, nigga? Don't play with my money. Da da da. And he gonna tell him, nigga, you can't get my money back. Sure as not, nigga. Go. You remember in fucking what movie was that? Barbershop, nigga. Yeah. Ice Cube borrowed the money from Dog, and he's, hey, nigga, that's yours now. And now when you pay me back, it gotta come with the interest, nigga. 
So yeah, Brandon, you fuck. He in a pickle. Um, Storyline, I care least about Ronnie. Your man's. That shit weak to me. They dog. still forcing the fucking uh, him and uh, Jada relationship. Yo, I'm not interested in that at all. I don't even want to discuss that shit. No, nah, um, fuck that. Because we got to talk about when that nigga started that car and that nigga whispered that yes, nigga. Oh, Boy, I thought God. I was going to pee on myself. That nigga said yes. Oh, I got yes. Didn't I say this was going to happen? He's oh, gonna, nigga, we called this shit. going to fucking touch some fucking wires in a <clears throat> car that's been abandoned for 20 fucking years. Yep. You're just going to start. Yeah. Always been handy with my, always been good with my hands. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Thank you for this lemonade. <laughs> Come on down here and Yo. bite off the Detroit steppers. <laughs> <laughs> right. He, Grandma, Ethel, get out of here and let's two-step in I front of the... I 100% thought she was going to fall. Nigga. Fam, this was my whole thing about them two-stepping in the street. She, in this... she couldn't barely get down them steps. She was on a cane and now y'all two-stepping. She can't walk. Somebody nigga. explain this, nigga. Then she got the cane in one hand and, and his and arm in the other, nigga. Like, fam, I thought she was struggling. First of all, now I gotta believe Miss Ethel faking. She faking the <laughs> flunk. Oh, um, Miss Ethel out here faking the ACL on, tear, nigga. I come can't on, do it. Kevin, um, come on, KD. But my favorite part, that nigga asked Jada to let him take her to dinner and shit. <laughs> she go, yeah, no, nah, but you could come over and put this bookshelf together though. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, <laughs> come no, you can come over to my house and bring your tools. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you hear the burn, dig, 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 music. And oh shit, yeah, no, nah, they should have threw the porno flick on there. Uh, he kissed her. We ain't really get too much revelation with that shit. Like he kissed her. Uh, next week we do see in the preview. She told Emmett she was seeing Ronnie, and Emmett is clearly not a fan. Uh, Cause you still seeing a fucking child murderer, fam. No, nigga, I know Ronnie from the neighborhood. He's a fucking alcoholic. He's a bum. He he's stands a, on the corner in front of the liquor store, and he's a child murderer. He killed a nigga one year younger than me for nothing, nigga. Like, come on, fam. Uh, so yeah, that's Jada and Ronnie's storyline. They stretching it, but we called it a few episodes ago that they was gonna try to make that happen, and right now they trying to make that happen. Um. And Jada looks more and more like Future every day. Now she got her hair like pinned up in these little blonde dread things. Future's hair is just like that. I just seen that nigga a week ago. So, so the biggest thing about this episode that jumped out, I think those are basically all the main plots. Yeah, was facts. the cop lady at the end. Yeah, and her son. And her son. It. So that was actually really fucking dope. Shout out to whoever was playing her son. By the way, I think it was he killed that part. Was like, that the nigga that she punched in the face? No, 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 no. Because cause he had a... No, so he had... That was him. He getting his ass whooped in there. Mom, I need that money I on my that, books. But yeah. I was like, it looked like the nigga that got punched in the No, face. no, no. That wasn't the same nigga she punched. Okay. Uh, that was another young boy. But uh, shout out to whoever this actor is that played that part. I've seen him in something, though. And I can't recall what, but I've seen him in something. So what I what I, what I gather is that uh, he was out here in the streets. Yep. Um, a dub... He owed a nigga some money. Yep. And nigga's gonna do dirt to him. So his mom, and mom killed, killed the dude. And he told her when she came to visit him in, in jail, he said, Mom, you ain't just killed no random ass nigga. You killed a boss. And he said, They know that. Talking about the gang in there. And everybody know you. He said, Everybody know me and everybody everybody know you and they know who you are to me. Because even with the old nigga in the um in the prison, 
talked about her and her reputation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He didn't. She yeah. took a lot of people down. Yeah, yeah. Duda's boss yeah. when he went to go holler at him. So yeah, um, her son is in there clearly distressed. He's getting his ass whooped. And he begging her to keep the fucking money on the books. He said, that's the only way I can keep these niggas up off me, man. Keep that money on my books. And then she basically like, you're not going to take no no responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. Like, fam, you was in the game. Hey, you was doing all You was out shit. here doing the dirt. I killed the nigga for you. Yeah. And if you wasn't doing that, I would not have had to And she that. told him, you'll understand when you have children. And that's actually probably my favorite scene in the whole show. His face after she said that. Almost looked like he wanted to say, "Bitch, I'm not going to make it out of here to have children." That's the one hundred. I'm like, "Bitch, I'm never coming. I'm never coming out of here. I'm never getting the fuck." Look at my face. I'm getting my ass whooped in here because the money wasn't on the books this week. I need you to keep the fucking money on the books. Period, man. I'm trying to pay these niggas from beating my fucking ass. And I love that scene because that was the first time we actually saw her kind of vulnerable. And her in a position of not being a, a, a asshole and kind of bitchy toward everybody. Um, but then did you peep when uh, they brought that one nigga in, like while him and the moms was talking, they brought another nigga in for the visitation. And he sat at the table next to them and was just grimming that nigga. Like, yo, as soon as we go back there, I'm about to beat your ass again, bro. Hey, if any niggas look at you. I want you to beat the fuck out of him. Hey, nigga, shout out to fucking uh, Snowfall, man. Coming soon, July you hear me, 2019. Nigga? Beat the fuck out of him. Beat the fuck you out grab of him. You grab the first nigga you see, you beat the fuck out of him. Look at that motherfucking face. <laughs> he needed somebody to give him that pep, that yeah. pep talk. And it was not his mom. She, not all. <laughs> she said, you making friends? <laughs> Look at my eye, nigga. I ain't got no goddamn friends in here. I'm in here getting raped, motherfucker. <laughs> she like <laughs> she like uh what's my man named Brandon his his parents got the church here shit Brandon oh T. Brandon Jackson. T Jackson like nigga I'm, I'm broke nigga <laughs> <laughs> yo that's funny because that's the second time today that I've referenced that so shout out to you for that oh, nigga shit you making friends no nigga I am broke that nigga said I'm broke Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but uh, yeah, man, and that was this week's episode of the Shy. Now, it, it's kind of so. I'm gonna be real, dog. As much as we love this show, as much as we fucked with this show, lackluster. The last two episodes, I'm finding myself a little kind of withdrawn because I know in my heart this shit's getting canceled. So that's kind of making it difficult for me to watch uh, how, it and enjoy it. Dog. How do you wrap up these characters in three episodes? Because they're not coming back. Because this was actually a really good episode. Like, they're not coming back. Outside of uh, Ronnie and them. Yeah, so, that and that's what I'm saying. This is already filmed. Whatever happens between now and the end of this season, I know that more than likely this is the end. But I know that y'all didn't end this with this being the end in mind, nigga. Y'all thought y'all had another season because y'all got renewed and life was good. This was already filmed. Boom, boom, boom. Um... So it's kind of it's kind of difficult to watch. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I do think that if they take heed to any of the ideas that we threw out there last week, they may still be able to salvage the show. But I think that now that the press is starting to leak more and more details and more and more details about whatever the fuck Jason Mitchell did, and I don't think he did nothing. Not I ain't undermining it or nothing. He said some or did some inappropriate that got him fired. That's a fact. Uh, but I don't think we're going to hear that he did something that we're like, 
oh shit, he had nasty R. Kelly type in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Um, and if it does, shit, then we wrong, and we'll say we wrong. But he did something. It's something. It's a space between getting fired and getting put in prison. I'm praying and hoping that he ain't do nothing that was on the prison level. Uh, but I think now that it's being said that, hey, Lena Waithe, you know about this. Lena Waithe is a big uh, LGBTQ supporter. She's a big women's rights supporter. She's a big, like, she's involved in a lot of, she was involved in the Me Too movement. So she going to get a lot of fucking funny looks for like, wait, you know about this nigga season one and you overlooked it, brought him back. You knew about it halfway during season two. And you still had him sign on for season three, and you ain't fire him till Netflix did. Niggas is gonna look at Lena Waif kind of left eye and kind of crooked, and they gonna look at Showtime kind of crooked. And once that happened, nigga, that's when it's gonna be like, you know what? Showtime gonna be like, let's just take the fucking show off. It's, I don't want to deal with all that shit. That was black people problems, nigga. We ain't get involved. So yeah, man, I don't. It's kind of difficult to enjoy the show knowing that we probably seeing the last days of it. I think if you, me, and Jay. And you done already fucking dealt with uh, the love is fiasco. Like, we just kind of really trying to get ahead of this thing emotionally. You know what I'm saying? Because love is got canceled by surprise. Nigga, it went from one old accusation coming out to next thing you know, boom, on just dropped the show. Because I feel like it's a lot easier with these television networks to just be like, fuck it, nigga. Let's just end the whole thing and get up out of here. So, I don't know. Hopefully that don't happen with Showtime. Hopefully they can keep the show and salvage it and figure out a way to make season three pop and make it happen. But right now, it's looking kind of difficult, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, In one week, we done already got some revelations. And shit, now y'all need a new showrunner. Just had a new showrunner. She was supposed to be it for the for the foreseeable future, and now she gone. So, we gonna see what the fuck happens there. Uh, But it's a little bit difficult to get into. Predictions. For the last couple episodes, man, we got three left. I have no idea, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know how they going. I don't know if it's they wrapping up in the season or they going to yeah. do some cliffhanger shit. Like, I, yeah. I just don't know how they. I feel like it's going to end up end on a cliffhanger because they thought season three was happening. So I feel like that's going to happen. Um. So in my mind, I'm thinking, like, I got predictions, but some of mine are, like, what's going on now predictions, and some are, if the show were to end right now, what should happen. So I'm kind of clouding it a little bit. But I think they ain't going to kill Brandon off, obviously, but I feel like, shit, Brandon got to go to jail. Something got to happen to Brandon, like, major, nigga. You can't just be working for the 63rd Street, and you got old girl, detective chick, all over your ass, and... Nothing happens. I mean, well, Cruz gonna talk to him. You know yeah, yeah. Saying, so. so Cruz gave that nigga the heads up. Um, gave him a call, left that nigga a voicemail, said, "Hey, yo, you need to get back at me ASAP because they on your head. They know about <laughs> One you." One of the previews said, "Like, no, you you in an underactive investigation and all the other extra shit." So, yeah. So yeah, man, we gonna see what happened there. Um. Shit, my nigga Reggie ain't been on here in like two, three episodes, man. What the fuck going on with Dog? We gonna see what the fuck happened to him. Um, Cause I'm like, shit, he under active investigation too, nigga. Shit, she been on his head. And uh, yeah, man, I don't know. They just in a wild fucking position. Uh, Jerry ain't got no job, so she about to be even more annoying. Now she at the crib all day. Not shit to do and no plan and no goals. 
and uh, Brandon backed himself in the corner and didn't want to tell the truth because he didn't want to hurt her feelings when you should really be real and give yeah. everybody the option. Maybe I can fix this shit with my parents then. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you want to be... Like, come on, man. Yeah, man, because he, he told her... He was on some trying to be a man shit. Hey, I got 50 grand in the bank right now. I ain't never had this much money in my life. Go ahead and quit. It's time for me to take care of us. You've been doing it. You about to get your fucking dumb ass killed because you're going to spend all that nigga money on your you and your bitch. Yeah, and all that 50 grand could go into so much into making your fucking business pop. Advertisement, Advertisement. staff... All of that shit. Word of mouth. Like, fam, you could do so much. Product, nigga. Y'all in there selling gym shoes to get steaks and shit in the middle of the day. Like, now you finally got money for inventory, man. And you fucking up because you about to go spend seven, eight bands on a little emerald ring that she don't want. And then... That shit is dumb as fuck. You trying to though. take care of the fucking house. You still owe her $6,000. How about you give her that back? <laughs> nigga. And what type um, of nigga quit her job before she get the fucking payout for the hundred thousand that you're gonna use to to even fix the shit in the first place? Yeah, yeah, facts. Like, so she how was you supposed to get all this commission? Come on, anyway. Though. Yeah, man. So I don't know. They blowing that. Um, Emmett, I feel like that nigga kind of in over his head. Let that young girl go, dog. When these young girls, when you in high school, when they get with that old head nigga that got the money and the whip and all that, they gone, folk. Just let them go, dog. Like, is it nasty? Yup. Is it full on pedophilia? Yup. But that's a lesson that can't be fucking taught, man. Um, women at that stage, they're not listening. Especially if you was they old work, man. Everything you say to her gonna sound like you a hating ass nigga. So Eminem ain't really got shit to say. Um, we ain't see my nigga Papa this episode, but shout out to Papa, Kevin, and Jake. We ain't really get too much from Kevin other than he been going over to Brandon crib, getting his hair lined up twice a week and shit. Um, Brandon lineup skills ain't the greatest, but fuck it. And yeah, man, I say, I think that nigga Detective Cruz probably going to put himself in a fucked up position. Uh, I am curious to see if they do anything with that new detective and her son, like if they give us any more info from that, just because I thought that scene was kind of powerful. And that was one of them like, oh, shit, it, it kind of was gritty, like the show ain't really felt gritty in a minute. And that was one of them like gritty feels. So we're going to see uh, what happens there. And yeah, man, we, we got some shit coming. Three more episodes left. Shout out to everybody who been rocking with us uh, for this whole season of The Shy. We're going to wrap this shit up. Um, me and Jay, this weekend, we're going to try to catch Ma with Octavia Spencer so we can review that. Black horror film, I'm always with it. It's giving me Jordan Peele vibes just off the random craziness of it. So I'm hoping it could live up to the hype. Um... And yeah, man, if you fuck with the shy, if you fuck with the show, if you came out to rock with us and it's your first time listening on the pod after you've seen us at the Urban Podcast Month event, shout us out, man. Join the socials This Week in Culture on Facebook, This Week in Culture on Instagram. Uh, join the groups. Subscribe on Apple Music. Subscribe on uh, Spotify. Rate us on everything. We like them five stars. Um, and yeah, man, that's all I got. This Week in Culture, episode 45. I'm Ant, that's Jay, we out.